0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. This series is without doubt, Pastor Ray's finest teachings on the subject he calls our negative meditation, better known as worry. Common to all of mankind, this curse called worry has the ability to drain joyful expectation from even the most positive believer who's dealing with those very real-life everyday issues like money, family, health, and even one's relationship with God. Although Jesus in His Word has commanded us not to worry and most agree that worry changes nothing, many Christians choose worry over faith, putting voice to their worry and inviting fear into their lives. Throughout the six days of this powerful message entitled Living a Worry-Free Life, Pastor shares seven proven strategies that will make this lifestyle a reality, such as forgetting the past, not worrying about tomorrow, casting your cares upon the Lord, filling your heart with the Word of God, and turning worry time into prayer time. Here's more from Pastor Ray and Godly Truths about living a worry free life.
1: I I hate to admit this, but there was a time in my life many, many years ago. Before I came into the Word. where I did, I walked around with that feeling like, when is the, when is the other shoe going to drop? You know that saying, like everything's going so good. When when is it going to start going bad? Anybody know what I'm talking about? And and there was this like this worry that it's just too good to be true. My life is too good to be true. That something. Well, I come to find out later on that Jesus came to give me life and to give it to me more abundantly and now that i'm walking in the abundance of the life that jesus has won for me i have no fear no worry all i live with now is anticipation of what is about to happen because i know that it's only going to be good but you see go ahead you can put your hands together give the lord a hand clap i like to talk about things that hit people where they live because we live in a real world and we face real problems so I, I think for me and for my, my liking, I, I like messages that are real. I want to know how to deal with life's issues because I'm trying to do my best, but sometimes I need a little coaching. I need a little instruction. I need sometimes a reminder. Sometimes I need to just be reminded of things that I once knew and maybe still do know, but are not really, uh, you know, they're not really under my belt or I'm not really working them the way that I should work. So I like to talk about real issues and talk about uh, where, where life really happens. So I want to start this little series for the next um, week or so, this week, next week. We'll see how far we go with it. And a very, very simple, simple topic, but one that I, I know affects everybody's life, most certainly every believer's life, but every person's life in the world. And uh, this message, I think, um, is something that we need to talk about because I've seen more people bound up uh, in this than I'm going to talk about than not. And everyone's saying, Pastor, what are you talking about? Tell us. What is the subject? All right, I'll tell you. The subject that I want to talk about for the next couple of weeks is the subject of worry. Worry. Ah. This affects everybody's life, whether you're a believer or not. Worry is a a real troublesome thing that uh, we have to deal with as humans. And I would love to tell you that, you know, I'm a great mighty man of faith and power and that I never worry. But I have to be honest with you, you know, I used to be a marathon warrior. I worried about everything. Well, my mother was a marathon warrior and it kind of fell on us kids, you know. My sister, um, I don't know, have you gotten over it yet? But anyway, um, I used to be a marathon warrior. I worried about everything. And um, you know, when I came into the Word and I got educated in the Word of God and got encouraged in the Word of God, um, I learned how to get hold of this worry. I can't say that it doesn't try to come on me sometimes. I can't say that I've got it totally under control in my life, but I really do fight to keep it in control because I could, you know, I could burn my brain out worrying about things or thinking about things. Now, there's a difference of between you know, musing over things or thinking about things um, and worry. You see, worry becomes destructive, or, or thinking becomes destructive when it turns to worry. You see, when you think about something... And it begins to have a real, like you you, you think more about the impact, you allow fear to come in, that worry or that thinking becomes what we would call worry, which is a very destructive force in the life of a human being, and especially in the life of a believer. Because when you are succumbing to the spirit of worry, or to the pressure of worry, you're really not living in faith. If you're living in faith, then you are pretty much worry-free... ...because you have confidence and trust in God and His Word... ...that no matter what happens in my life... ...or no matter what situations I come up against... ...no matter what comes up against me... ...that I know my faith is going to see me through. But so often as believers, and it's so easy to do... ...because we live in such a worrisome world... ...I mean, I don't know if you've noticed it... ...but I look at people's faces just out in the supermarket... ...or in Home Depot or Costco... People are jacked up, man. Everybody's jacked up. I mean, they look like they're carrying the world on their shoulders, so to speak. I mean, people bump into you and they don't even realize they bumped into you because they certainly don't say, excuse me, or I'm sorry. Anybody know what I'm talking about? People are so distracted and their focus is so far off because there's such a worried spirit on them. They're so worrisome about life and about kids and about marriage and about the future and one of the things that I learned about worry so long ago is that when you give uh, yield to this, this worry in your life, it really paralyzes you, and you can't make any decision. And one of the big problems with worry is that a lot of times people find themselves worrying about things because they just can't make a decision about something. And because they can't make a decision, it becomes a stress and a pressure in their life. One of the things that I learned uh, so, so long ago is do whatever I can do, to try to make my life as easy as it can be and make some very positive uh, decisions that will affect me in a good way in the future, and I've eliminated a whole lot of worry in my life. But often, you know, because of bad decisions or no decisions at all, we, we walk through life and we come up against situations and we find that we've got a challenge, and now we've got to face that challenge, and often what happens is that we find ourselves worrying about it. So let's go through a couple of uh, definitions. I know, like, let let me just back up for a minute. I know, like, it 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 relates to the church. I mean, the church is my life. And this is it. I live, breathe, eat church and ministry and preaching and ministering to people. So I worry, you know, my worry always seems to be related to ministry and to church. And years ago, I used to worry about who was going to come to church. Was anybody going to show up? How are we going to bring new people in? Then once you got here, I'd start to worry about how we're going to keep you here. Did they like the sermon? You think Did everybody treat them? Then after you didn't like it and you left, like, why did they leave? I don't understand why they left. So I found myself constantly in a cycle of worry until I got so overwhelmed by it at one point in my life. I said, you know what? I don't really care who comes, who stays, or who goes. I'm going to be here and I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. And, let the rest fall by the wayside, right? It'll be what it'll be. There's nothing. I found out a long time ago that worrying changes nothing in your life. It changes absolutely nothing in your life. I can remember some time ago, um, my sister, I'm going to pick on her for a minute. There was some issue she was going through at that time. And she call me, and we talk about it, and 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 talk about it, until finally I said to her, you know what, if you put as much time into prayer as you are into worrying about the outcome of the situation, this thing would have been dealt with a long time ago. It would have been over. You would have gotten the breakthrough. You would have gotten the answer or gotten the victory. Well, I stopped her in a track. She didn't know it It was the first time in my life I ever shut her up. (laughs) In love. But it's the truth. When you think about it, we spend so much time worrying, and that time is negative time, and it it, it absolutely brings zero results. As a matter of fact, it brings more negative results in our lives, because most of the time you don't realize it. Uh, You're worrying because you're meditating on negative things, is actually causing your conversation, your words, to come out in a very negative way. Now, we've studied the Bible, you've been around this church, you know, uh, in Proverbs it says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. So we're either creating life for our lives, or we're creating death in our lives. And when you're in a state of worry, when you are in that negative mode where you are worried and and mulling this over over and over again, all the negative aspects of, of a situation or an outcome, what happens is that you begin to speak that stuff, and those words are actually creating your future. Whatever you listen, whatever you are thinking of eventually is going to come out of your mouth because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now let me take it a step further eventually the things that you are speaking today eventually will be the things that you will be living and experiencing and walking in tomorrow. Did you all hear what I said? So really, you are, we are, creating our own future by the words that we lay down before us. That's how powerful our tongues are, and that's how powerful the words of our mouth are. That's why we need to be very, very careful. That's why I love this one verse. I believe it's in Corinthians it says, uh, taking every thought captive and making it obedient unto Christ. In other words, we, we've got to, as thoughts come our way and want our vying for position in our, in our brain, we need to assess whether these thoughts are worth the time and the effort to even think about. Is this thought going to increase my life or does this thought have the capacity to decrease or hurt my life? Does this thought, is this a thought that is something that is worthy of me meditating on? Is, this, is meditating on this thought going to create peace and joy and life in my life? Or is this thought have the potential to bring me down and bring me into a state of worry and fear, frustration, and maybe even depression? You see, if we don't learn how to deal with worry, because like I said, I see it on people's faces all over, we live in a very worrisome time in a very very worrisome world. But we as believers need to know that we know that we know that no matter what's going on in our lives, no matter what's going on in the world, no matter what's going on in society, that we live above the circumstances and we are not victims of the circumstances because Jesus has won for us the victory, as we shared before, the victory over all these things. But if you don't have that attitude, then you are one who probably will fall prey to an attitude of worry, because you're worried about this and worried about that and worried about the other thing. As Soon as you get over one worry, you jump on another worry. When you're finished worrying about that, you get on another worry. Some of you are worried that you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> For the, for the first moment of, of, of your life, you found a season of peace, and you're all worried about, why do I feel so peaceful? <laughs> I've had people say that to me. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know I, everything is going well. I don't want to upset. What are you worried about? Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. So let me give you a, a couple of definitions, because I love definitions. Definitions really, um, I think, help us. This is from the, just the regular dictionary, Webster's or one of them. Worry is a disquieted uneasiness of mind, an anxious apprehension concerning an anticipated situation, fretting about a foreboding misfortune, which simply means a feeling that something bad will happen, or just general failure, failure in some area of life. So, what happens is, you know, when we're in this state of worry, it's because we're, we have an uneasiness of mind. Our mind is, is all mixed up and very confused. I found that in times of worry, I can't make a decision. It's very hard to think clearly because my mind is so disquieted. I can't even hear God because I'm so worried. I'm so um, you know, upset by this that I can't even hear the voice of God. So, worry, disquietness, or disquieted uneasiness of mind, anxious apprehension, anticipated of an anticipated situation, fretting or foreboding misfortune, a feeling that something bad's going to happen. And I know people live that way. But if you're not grounded in the Word, if you're not putting your focus back on the Word of God, if you're not learning how to trust God and to operate in the Word, then you're going to be one that's going to give way to that spirit of worry. When I talk to people and I because really the, the, the worry is nothing other than a lack of faith in God. That's what worry is. It's, it's a resistance to believing what God has said and an acceptance of receiving what you know, the world says or what that pressure is saying or what the devil says. That's what's the source of the worry. Because when you are believing God, you're at perfect, perfect peace in your heart. Because you know, one of my most favorite verses Uh, in the Bible say, you will perfect that which concerns me. So God understands that we have concerns as, as human beings. We have concerns in our life, but God tells us that he will perfect those concerns. Our part is to believe him, is to walk it out by faith, to go back to the word, to gain our encouragement, to do whatever we can do as far as our responsibility is concerned, but then God will do the things that we cannot do. That's the way that you begin to get a handle and get control over worry. Because worry, uh, you know, worry's ultimate desire or ultimate purpose in in our lives is to get us so squirrely and screwed up that it will bring you down paralyze you immobilize you in your in in that worry and you will not be able to make a good decision there's sometimes i've seen people be so worried about things that they cannot even find comfort from the scriptures anymore because they have more faith in the fear and the thoughts of fear than they do from the word of god that's a dangerous place to be in as a believer here's another definition of the word worry to torment oneself with disturbing thoughts People are afraid of everything, you know. We torment ourselves. What if? What if? How about if this happened? You know, sometimes when you go through the... Did you ever go through the what ifs? Anybody ever do that here? You know what you have to turn your what ifs to? So what's. When the, when the what ifs come up, you, you answer back, so what? By saying, so what? Or here, here's the about, Who cares? You cannot allow yourself to be paralyzed by the spirit of worry about things that haven't even happened yet or the thought of things that might happen. You have, to, you have to answer back with, who cares? So what? Like we said, but if God is for me, who can be against me? If God is on my side, what can bring me down? If I'm trusting in Jesus, if I'm trusting in the Word of God, how can that have a harmful effect in my life? Nobody, no nothing can, 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 can hurt me or harm me because I am safely in the hands of Jesus. One of the things that I learned so long ago as well is sometimes you have to look at situations, and I think my sister was the first one that said that to me. I never heard that before, but she taught me this. Um, she taught me a thing or two. I taught her more than she ever taught me, but she taught me a thing or two. She said, look at a situation and look and say, what is the worst thing that could happen? Because sometimes you know we're, we're worried about something, and when you really assess it from a position of common sense, you look at it and you say, What's the worst thing that can happen? So someone would say, of course, the worst thing in the world to anybody is I could die. So what? Everybody gets quiet on me. Well, what are we living for? We're all going to die at some point. And, and what's so bad about leaving this life of pain and, 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 and torment and... And, and anger and fear and, all, and stepping into the life that we are preparing ourselves for now where there's joy and peace, there's never darkness I mean look we're to live this life and enjoy this life and live it to the full and I'm going for 120 I don't know what you're going for but I'm going for everything I can get but the bottom line to it is so what? If I step over onto glory, praise the Lord, I'm going to be in the presence of Jesus forever and in eternity. Come on, can somebody give me a better image? So, so sometimes you, you just have to look at, at a situation and say, what's the worst thing that can happen? Say, well, I could lose my job. Well, here I got news for you. God can get you a better job. You know? Uh, well, they could fire me. Let them fire you. God will open up a door that... Get, get, see, your part is to just stay on the word. Your part is to do is to is to live a life of faith. Your part is to do whatever you can do. Your responsibility on your side. God's going to take care of what you can't do. As you trust Him, as you use the word, as you walk this life out in faith. But we as believers should never succumb to this to this worry to this fascination with being overwhelmed by negative thoughts. We should never give ourselves, because, you know, of course, and and the reality of it is, look, you know, we do. We have concerns. We have concerns. You're concerned about your kids. You're concerned about your your future. You're concerned about, you know, your work. You're concerned about, you know, how you're gonna make ends meet. Well, one of the things that I learned about dealing with that is very, very simple. You know, make the best decisions that you can make today that you know are gonna benefit you in the future. A lot of times we make decisions along the way in life that do not help our future but really screw it up. Financially, relationally, we do things, you know, and make, make decisions that really are, we, you know, we're going to look one way or the other, you're going to pay the piper. Whether it's today by getting control over your spending and over your life and dealing with your, your character traits that, that maybe are agitating people and agitating your marriage instead of enhancing it and blessing it one way or another, you're gonna pay the piper. So I learned a long time ago, I might as well pay my dues now and get control over this life because it's gonna benefit and bless my future. I say all that to say that when you do right today with your life and make good decisions, you eliminate a lot of fear, a lot of worry for the future because you arrive at a level of life and you don't have to worry about finances. You don't have to worry about your marriage. When you train your kids up in the ways of God and the things of God, you don't have to worry about your kids. Because you have set them right in the word of God and the ways of God. You've built your life on the word of God. You've secured your finances over the years because you've learned to be a tither and a giver. And you've learned to be responsible with what you have. And not use reckless spending. I'm on this horse because, you know, I'm I'm preaching that to every young person especially that I can find. That you've got to take good care of the resources and the finances that you have now because you will eliminate a whole lot of worry in your life later on about how you're going to make ends meet. One of the ways you can eliminate a whole lot of worry about how you're going to make ends meet in, in the future is don't sign any contracts or, or, or any agreements that's going to cost you some money for the next 25 years. Be careful what you're putting your name on. When you sign a document, when you sign a, 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 a loan, you better know that you know that for the next whatever it is amount of time, you're going to be responsible for that. that's going to cause you agitation and worry in the future, I wouldn't sign it. Just giving you some practical ways to deal with worry in your life. All right? So another um, definition from, and this is actually from the Word of God. Uh, The Greek word uh, that we read in the Bible, worry, means to divide into parts. The word suggests a distraction and a preoccupation with things causing anxiety, stress, and pressure. So the word, again, leads us to this idea of of being distracted or preoccupied. When we're preoccupied with our worries, we're not preoccupied in the word. We're not preoccupied uh, thinking about God. We're preoccupied thinking about, you know, what's my end going to be? How's this going to play out? Worried about it. And really one of the things that we'll talk about next week is we've got to learn how to cast our cares upon the Lord because he cares about you and your future even more than you know or think. That's how much he loves us and that's how much he cares about us. So this idea is that when we're into worry, we're very distracted. We can't really put our attention, we can't focus our thinking on anything good because we are so distracted by our worries and our concerns. And um, uh, there's two days in the life of every person that gives them the most trouble. Two days that give everybody the most trouble in their life. And those two days are yesterday and tomorrow.